you so much for joining us online. I'm excited to dive into God's word, and I believe he wants to speak to us to change and challenge us today. Hey, we are in this series, Your Future Self. Well, thank you. And here's been the big idea is this, is do something today that your future self will thank you for. Let me say it again. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. And we can look at all the, the list of things in our life, all the plans we have for today, what our week look like, and, and really, can we ask the question, hey, am I living in such a way that myself 10 years from now will look back and go, wow, that was a great investment of your time. That was a great place to put your energy. Man, that was such a wise decision. That relationship you built, it helped alter the course of your life. The way you saved and invested your money, man, that changed the trajectory of, of your family. The things that you said no to that were harmful, maybe a dangerous relationship, uh, an addictive habit, man, thank you for not indulging. Thank you for not choosing temporary pleasure over lasting purpose. And today I want to take this one step further. It's week two of your future self will thank you. And I believe this is our future self will thank us for not living in fear. Our future self will thank us for, for not living in fear. As I have let this word just stir in my spirit all week, I have gone back over the course of my life and I can look back in seasons and situations, and I can honestly say, church, is that there have been so many moments where I've been overwhelmed by fear, where I have let fear get the best of me, where I've let fear keep me from enjoying moments and people and things that matter so much in my life. Man, I can look back to the silliest things uh, that felt overwhelming at the time. I can look back to fifth grade when there was a bully in my school who, man, just let fear get in my spirit. I remember even as a kid making sure that I walked down the, the right hallway and avoided this kid every, every chance I could because I, I was so afraid that he was going to hurt me, beat me up. I mean, can you imagine somebody wanting to do that too? I know you can, but, but I, I was overwhelmed by fear and, and that, that was fifth grade. And that probably wasn't that huge of a deal in that moment. But for me, it gripped my heart. But I can journey through my life and I can look at seasons and situations where I was overwhelmed where I let fear get the best. How, how about you today? Let me ask you, is fear keeping you from everything that God wants you to be and do in your life? Is fear robbing you of relationships and people? Is even this week, even in 2020, is fear, is fear keeping you from who God wants you to be and what he wants you to do? I know right now we live in a crazy world and I've, I've even struggled with this week. How, how do we respond? And over these last few weeks with the political climate, the, all the social issues, all of the, uh, the racial tension, the, the rioting and protesting and all the things going on in our world, it feels like, man, we, 
it's a mess around us. And, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have an answer for all those things. I, I really don't. And, and really, what, what grips my heart the most is not so much all of the things in the world, while they're important, what grips my heart the most as a pastor is how you're doing and how we're doing in the middle of this. And as I've talked to so many and heard from so many, I think the thing that has been the heaviest on my heart is to see the way people are living in fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of the uncertainty. How's it all going to work out? What's going to happen? And I think at, at, at times and in moments, we've let fear become bigger than what we know to be true about God. The faith and the hope that we have that he is good, that he is faithful. And I believe God is saying to us today, we don't have to live in fear. You know what? I can't change the world around me. I can't change the situations around me. There's a lot of things I can't control, but I can't control the state of my mind. I can't control the state of the world. I can't control who's going to be the next president, all these situations, all the issues around us, but I can control the way I live in spite of what's going on in the world. And I want to say to somebody today, hey, you don't have to live in fear. We don't have to live in fear. And I, I, today, I just want to bring us a simple word, and I want to give us three encouragements that would hopefully challenge us to go, you know what? I'm not going to become a victim of my circumstances. I'm not going to become a victim of what the news says or what happens around me. I'm going to walk in faith. My family's going to walk in faith. We're going to be people of hope. We're going to be people of courage, and we're not going to be defined by the world around us. We're going to be defined by what we know to be true about God's word. When I think about the season that we're in, I think about the season that the disciples were in. Here, they had become Jesus' not only closest followers, his biggest fans. They were with him in the good and the bad. They watched him do miracles. They watched him heal people's bodies. They saw him uh, you know, turn blinded eyes around and let people see. I mean, they saw the miraculous happen. And in their mind, I mean, they knew that Jesus was who he said he was. He was, he was king. And I remember, I think about as Jesus is preparing for the cross, you remember Palm Sunday, the disciples are with him in Palm Sunday as he's, as he's riding down the road on that donkey and people are shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were celebrating him like they were celebrating a king coming into town. And I remember as the disciples were with them, as they celebrated the Last Supper together and Jesus' tone changed, he said, I want you to understand that what's about to happen to me is unimaginable for you, that your whole world is about to be rocked. And then he took them to the garden and he, he asked them to pray with them because he knew the hours were coming to a close. And just in a moment, things went from celebra celebration to sorrow. And Jesus, in that moment, knew that they needed to have hope in something greater than their circumstances and their situation. And it's in that moment in John chapter 14 that Jesus, he gives these words to his closest friends. He says this. He says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world 
cannot give. And what does he say? So don't be troubled or afraid. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace that I'm giving you. Hear this. The world can't give it. I want to say to somebody today, if you are looking for your peace, your comfort, and your strength in something that the world gives, it will leave us empty every single time. Jesus is saying to his closest followers, I want to give you something that supersedes the condition and state of the world you're living in. Because in the moment you feel joy celebrating me on Palm Sunday, and you feel peace and excitement, but there's coming another moment where you're going to experience the cross with me, and there's going to be absolute sorrow. And I want you to know that in the highs and in the lows of what's happening in your life right now, there is peace in the midst of all of that. It's the peace that I give. So don't be troubled or afraid. He's saying this, don't live in fear. And don't let what's going on in your mind be based on what's going on in the world. I believe so often one of the reasons that we live in fear is because we, we let the what ifs of life keep us from what we know to be true about God. And here's the truth is that uh, so often fear begins with those what ifs, those paralyzing statements. Let me, let me just state this truth today is that we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to it. I'm not going to be victims of the doubt. I'm not going to be victim of, of the what ifs. I'm going to stand on the truth. I think about Moses in Exodus 4 as God calls Moses out of the desert. Man, he's just minding his own business and says, God, I want to use you to accomplish my mission, to save the children of Israel, to lead them out of Egypt. And, and I want to share the whole story with you. But it, verse 1 of chapter 4, Moses responds to God in doubt and he says this, Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? Notice, notice this, is that Moses' response to God is often the same response we have to the situations of our life. What if? What if? What if it doesn't work out? What if that relationship isn't the one I'm supposed to be in? What if I, I, I don't have enough money to make it through this season? What if my business or my job what if my kids, what if that sickness, and we could go on and on in the what ifs. What ifs are so paralyzing. It's based in fear. We got to decide, you know what? I'm not going to live my life based on what I don't know, the uncertainty. I'm going to live my life based on what I know to be true and what I know to be true about God. I, I believe this today. We got to take a step and continue to step forward regardless of uncertainty, to trust that God is good, that he is faithful. How do we do it? Let me just give us three thoughts today. One is simply this. If I'm not going to live in fear, one, I got to take back my thought life. I've got to take back my thought life. I've got to be careful to make sure that what I entertain every day, is it building me up? Is it bringing strength to my life? Is it, is it renewing my hope? Is it helping me to trust God more? Or am I just filling my life with more doubt, more uncertainty, the things around me? I'll be honest with you this week. 
I've had to be really careful. I know that the, the state of the world is crazy. I, I uh, honestly, I went to bed on election night, not not frustrated that we didn't have a, 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 a president figured out. I was frustrated that I had spent so much time wasting energy to find out nothing. I, I was I, I was so mad at myself. I, I wasn't I wasn't mad at the news. I wasn't mad at, like there's a lot of stuff I can control. I was mad that I lost sleep over it. I had spent too much energy emotionally and physically engaging in something that at that point was out of my control. And fear oftentimes overwhelms us because we're, we're letting things in that we don't need to let in. We got to take back our thought life. We got to renew our mind. We got to let Jesus fill us with things that, that, that bring hope and strength to our life. Here's the, here's the truth today is our life moves in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And so the way that I think is ultimately going to be the way that I live. God, help us to renew our mind. I shared this verse in a message uh, for, from a few months back. But how we need to take our thoughts captive. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. He says, we pull down every proud obstacle that is raised against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. So we've got to make a decision today. Am I going to just, am I going to just drift? Am I going to just go the way of the world and allow the world to fill me with thoughts and ideas? Am I going to continue to trust what God says? Lean in. Ask him to fill my mind, renew my mind, make me more like him. I've got to take back my thought life. Number two, I've got to surrender what I can't control. I've got to surrender what I can't control. And, and to be honest, this is probably one of the greatest struggles for me because I'm a control freak. I like to manage situations. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes one of the most difficult things for me is, uh, is sleep on Sunday nights. I, even last week, and now that we're getting back in, in I'll just be very vulnerable with you, is that now that we're getting back to in-person services, man, I come off Sundays and I'm so excited, man, to see lives change, to see people together, to experience, uh, man, all that God is doing in that moment. And then I go to bed on Sunday night and I will wake up multiple times thinking of all the things I should have said differently. And done differently. And oh man, you know, was that, did that offend somebody? Was it, man, did I shout too loud? Or did I get too animated in that? Or man, do you think I hurt their feelings? Or did I respond in the right way? And oh man, it's exhausting. It's so often in those moments, I got to remind myself, Wes, you can't control it. You can't fix the past. You can't let fear fill your mind. You got to just, Give what you can't control to God and let him have it. Say, God, I gave you my best. I, I'm, I'm not going to live my life overwhelmed by what I can't control, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to surrender it to you. I'm, I'm going to give you everything I have. Paul says this in Philippians chapter 4. He says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. He goes on, he says, then because you belong to Christ Jesus, I will bless you with peace that no one 
can completely understand. And this piece will control the way you think and feel. Let me ask you today, kind of a rhetorical question in the, in the moment that we're living, what is, what is stealing your peace? What is stealing your peace? What have you allowed to come in and crowd out your mind and keep you from knowing and trusting that God is good and that God is faithful? He's going to see us through this moment, this season, this situation. You, you know, I think that our future self would talk to us right now and say, regardless, regardless of what's going on in the world, don't live in fear. Don't live in fear. Live in faith. Let your faith rise above the circumstances around you and trust God right here in this moment. Surrender what I can't control. Take back my thought life. And number three, I've got to speak God's truth over every situation. I've got to speak God's truth over every situation. I don't want to oversimplify it, but God's word is powerful and it is true. And if I really believe it's true, I've got to believe it's true even when things aren't going good. I've got to believe it's true when I can't see how it's all going to work out. Even when I can't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, God, you're working. I love this song because it's a powerful reminder that God, I will speak your truth into every situation of my life. I don't know what you're needing today, what you're struggling with, what you need hope in. I want to encourage you, find a word from God. Find a scripture, Google it, go on your Bible app, put it on a note card and stick it on your bathroom mirror in your car and claim the promise of God over your life this week. My family will be blessed. We will experience the favor of God in our life. My kids will come to know Jesus. My family will serve God. My business will be blessed in Jesus name. We will walk in victory over sin. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the victor and not the victim. By faith, I believe it and I claim it in Jesus' name. I am not a victim of my circumstances. I am who God says I am. I will walk in the hope, the victory, the confidence and faith that he who began a good work in me will finish it and complete it in my life. Regardless of the world's way, regardless of what the world says, I will live in faith and not fear. I don't know who needs it, but I feel it in my spirit right now. This is a word for somebody. I pray today that you claim it and you walk in it. I love what David says in Psalm 56. He says, when I am afraid, I will put my confidence in you. Yes, I will trust the promises of God. I don't know what you're dealing with today, what fear is consuming your mind. Maybe it's over the coronavirus because it's close to you and it's hit home for you and your family. Maybe it's finances because things aren't where they need to be and this, were, this year has dealt some serious blows. Maybe it is health related. Maybe you're looking at the news too much and the, the state of our world right now. 
is just creating fear in your heart, I just want to encourage you. Hey, let's let our faith rise above our fears. Let's continue to trust God, to believe that He's good, to walk in the hope and victory that He has for us today. Hey, wherever you're at, let's lean in. Let's ask God to do it. Let's invite Him right into our situation right now. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for your word. I believe today there is power in your word. And God, you want to bring so much hope, faith, victory in our life. And I pray today if there is there is fear that's keeping us from the future, keeping us from living out that life of faith that you've called us to. I pray, according to 1 John 4, 18, that perfect love would cast out every fear. That you would drive it away, God. That we would walk in the hope that you have for us. That you would renew our mind. That we would surrender our hearts to you. And we would claim and trust the promises of God. Maybe you're watching today and you say, Wes, I don't know that I'm in relationship with Jesus. Or honestly, maybe you've just kind of backslidden and turned your, your heart away from the Lord. Right now, you need to renew your, your relationship with Him. I just want to invite you to say a simple prayer like this. As Jesus, I invite you in to be my Lord and my Savior. I ask you to forgive me, to make me brand new. God, I want to serve you, follow you all the days of my life. Father, I, I pray that in moments of uncertainty, in moments of doubt, in moments where we don't know how it's gonna work out or what's gonna happen, I pray, even like you declared, God, that the, the peace would fill our mind, that the, that the peace you give, God, would consume us and overwhelm us and cause us to, to walk in faith, to trust that you are good and you're faithful. Father, we love you, we thank you for your word. We ask your blessing on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Bay Chapel, thank you so much for leaning in this weekend. I pray today as you step into a new week that you would. Man, God would just encourage your heart. Maybe there's a scripture from a message today or uh, maybe something that you find just as you're studying God's word. That you just take with you. Hold on to the promise of God. And this week, let's walk in faith in Jesus' name. We love you. Hope to see you soon and have a great week.